Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and I have an exciting story for you today. Come and listen while I light the way to your imagination. everyone. Today we have a story that takes us into the deserts of Africa. Oh, I love dessert. They're so tasty and sweet and full of yumminess. Mm. Momo, you're thinking about dessert. Dessert is really yummy, but I'm talking about a desert. A desert is a large place that doesn't get a lot of rain. Deserts are very dry and don't have many plants growing. Oh, well, that doesn't sound as nice as dessert. Oh, my favorite dessert is acorn pie. Mmm, well, I like ice cream. In our story today, we're going to meet a little critter called an elephant shrew. Elephant shrews look kind of like little mice, but they have long noses like elephants. The little shrew in our story today lives in the hot desert of Africa, and he also likes dessert. Ooh, what's his favorite dessert? Well, why don't we start our story and find out? It was springtime in the desert, and the rains had finally come. All year long, every creature that lived in the desert waited and waited for this glorious time of year when the rain came blowing in, and afterward, a million colorful flowers began to bloom. These bright flowers were a beautiful sight to the creatures who lived there. It was certainly Zuri's favorite time of year. All year long, the little elephant shrew was busy, 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 looking for insects, fixing his burrow, and making sure his territory stayed safe from predators. It was a very busy life being a little shrew in the desert. But when springtime came, he could always look forward to his favorite thing, the nectar that came in all these beautiful flowers. When the rain began to finally fall, he would excitedly watch the ground, waiting for the small green shoots to come up. They would slowly peek through the soil, growing bigger and bigger each day as they reached up for the sun. Zuri would watch in excitement as he saw buds begin to form on the top of each stalk. Then, finally, the day would come when the buds began to open revealing colorful flowers of all kinds. Some smelled like sweet berries, some smelled like hot chocolate, and some smelled like delicious oranges. But the best part was that each flower tasted amazing. Zuri was used to eating bugs, and he liked bugs, but nectar was a million times better than any desert bug. Bugs were crunchy and salty, but nectar was smooth and sweet. Yes, this is why spring was his favorite time of year, the delicious nectar. 
but it never felt like it lasted long enough. After a couple short weeks of eating delicious nectar every day, Zuri began to notice the flowers looking tired and worn out in the hot desert sun. Soon the petals began to fall off, and it was getting harder to find fresh flowers. He sighed, knowing that spring was almost over. He hoped that he could find a few more flowers before the long, hot summers stole them all away. The next morning, he went to search for the last patches of flowers, looking in all the shady areas. After a while, he realized that all the flowers must be gone already. So he sadly decided to give up on any more flowers this year and began to search for bugs instead. It wasn't long before he saw a line of ants and began licking them up. As he was eating, though, he saw a flash of color in the distance. He stopped for a second and tried to see what was over there. Could it possibly be what he was wishing? As he got closer, he saw that, indeed, it was a small patch of purple flowers. He was so excited. This was definitely the last patch of nectar he would get to taste this year. Oh, how lucky he was to have found these. He scurried up one of the stalks and stuck his long nose inside, sipping up the warm, sweet liquid. He closed his eyes, enjoying it even more than normal. As he was finishing his flower, he heard a buzzing noise. Then, a little voice near his ear spoke very loudly. You leave now. You leave now. These flowers are mine. Okay, Mr. Funny Nose. Zuri looked up, nectar all over his nose, and saw a very grumpy-looking bee sitting on the edge of the flower. The bee had been talking so fast, he wasn't quite sure if he had heard him correctly. So, Zuri just said, Oh, hello, friend. I see you found one of the last patches of flowers, too. If you'd like to share them with me, I would Share? Be... I don't want to share. I want them for myself. I need nectar to make honey, laza honey. So you leave now, Mr. Funny Nose. Suri looked confused. Why wouldn't this bee just share with him? Well, I'm happy to share these flowers with you. I don't understand why you we just You don't need to understand. You need to leave. Or else I sting you with my stingy. Zuri's eyes widened. Why was this bee being so mean? But he knew one thing. He did not want a sting from a bee today. He sadly looked at the rest of the flowers. Then at the angry bee, he knew it wasn't worth a fight. So he said, I'm sorry you feel so angry, Mr. Bee. I guess these flowers are yours. Zuri went back down the flower and scurried towards home, looking behind him once to see the bee busily collecting the rest of the nectar. He certainly felt angry towards that bee. What a mean thing to do. By the time he got to his cozy little burrow, he began to feel a little better. He knew that he had been able to drink lots of flowers this year, and next year there would be plenty more. He curled up and went to sleep, dreaming of flowers and rain and spring. He woke up from his nap suddenly when he heard a noise outside his house. 
Someone was yelling and buzzing. He slowly peeked his head out and saw a bee spinning around and around, stuck on the ground. My wing is a broke. Help, the bird trying to eat me. Zuri couldn't believe it, but this looked like the very same bee who had been so mean to him before. He watched as the bee kept yelling, noticing that indeed the bee's wing was quite broken. Even though the bee had been so mean to him before, Zuri couldn't help but feel sorry for the guy, stuck on the ground and hurting. The bee slowed down, tired of yelling. Now, Zuri was a kind little shrew, and even though the bee had been so mean to him earlier, he knew that he couldn't just leave the bee there with a broken wing. He was sure that a hungry creature could find him and eventually would gobble him up. So he crawled out of his burrow towards the bee. The bee noticed him right away and looked very surprised. What are you doing here, funny nose? You're gonna eat me? He said angrily. I don't eat bees. I just wondered if you need any help. The bee was even more surprised now and looked very confused. You wanna help me? Is this some funny joke, funny nose? No, this isn't a joke. If you stay out here, something is going to eat you, so do you need help? I can help you get back to your family. The bee stared at the shrew, seeing that he was serious. Tears began to fill her eyes. You helping me? But I take all your flowers! Zuri nodded. I know, but maybe if you see what it feels like to have someone be nice to you, you'll start being a little nicer too. I can't just leave you here anyways. You are kind shrew, nice shrew, not funny no shrew, very nice shrew. Can you take me to my hive? I need the hive doctor to fix my wing. I can take you to your hive, but first, I need to know your name. My name is Zuri. The shrew smiled. Bahati. My name's Bahati. Zuri helped Bahati onto a leaf and began to pull Bahati back to her hive. Bahati gave Zuri directions on how to get there, and on the way they talked, learning about each other. They were both surprised to see that they got along very well and even laughed a lot together. Finally, Bahati pointed and said, Here it is! Up ahead was a lone desert tree with a large beehive hanging off. There were hundreds of bees coming and going, and when Zuri and Bahati got closer, the bees noticed the funny pair walking towards them. Sister Bahati, where have you been and who is this shrew? One of the bees exclaimed coming closer. Then she noticed Bahati's broken wing. Oh, sister, you need a doctor. We must get you to the hive and fix your wing. She flew away and collected more bee sisters to come lift Bahati into the hive. As they were preparing to lift her, Bahati said, Wait, sisters. Then she looked at Zuri. Nice shrew. I want to give you a present for all your niceness. I will tell my sisters to bring it down. You, wait here. Zuri smiled and agreed to wait below for the present. He didn't expect such kindness from a bee who, earlier that day, had been so rude. But perhaps he had helped this little bee to change. He watched happily as the bees buzzed their sister Bahati up into the hive. He waited a bit, 
enjoying the restful shade of the tree, and then heard a loud buzzing again. He looked up and saw several bees carrying a large, heavy leaf down towards him. What could that be? They came closer and closer to Zuri, eventually laying the leaf down in front of him. The leaf was closed up like a large bag, but he could smell something wonderful inside. It smelled sweet and juicy and thick. Our sister Bahati wanted to give you the most precious gift, our honey. Zuri's eyes widened. The leaf was full of honey? He had never had honey, but he heard that it was even more delicious than nectar. Before he could think more about it though, all the bees around him began to dance and sing. helped Zuri take the large, heavy leaf all the way back to his house, where he tucked it into a nice, cool corner. When the bees left, he carefully opened the top of the bag and stuck his long little nose in, sipping the very first taste of honey. It was the best, the sweetest, the most delicious flavor he had ever had. It was a million times better than the nectar from the flowers. He squeaked a bit with joy and had a few more sips. He couldn't believe that he got to keep this big, large leaf full of honey. It would surely last him all through the hot summer. One day in the middle of summer, as Zuri was out looking for bugs, he heard a familiar buzzing noise. He looked up and there was Bahati, flying and smiling. Bahati came down, showing Zuri her healed wing. They talked and laughed, and after that, the little shrew and the bee became good friends. They loved to visit each other. Sometimes Bahati would bring Zuri a little more honey. Sometimes Zuri would save a few flowers for Bahati to eat. Bahati was always thankful for Zuri's kindness that day when she hadn't deserved it. It had made Bahati realize that she was worth loving, no matter what she acted like. And it made her want to show everyone around her that they were worth loving, too. I bet Zuri was super happy about the delicious honey he got. It was a good thing that he helped Bahati that day. He got even more deliciousness than he imagined. You're right. 
Because Zuri chose to help Bahati, he got to have a new friend and some delicious treats, too. Yeah! He got dessert in the desert! Gosh, this story makes me want dessert! Me too, Momo! Now, let's talk about our virtue in this story. Our virtue in this story is... Grace! When you give someone grace, that means that you treat them nicely, even though they don't deserve it. Maybe someone did or said something mean to you. If you continued to be nice to them, that means that you are giving them grace. Sometimes when you give someone grace, it makes them see that what they did to you was wrong. And sometimes that changes their hearts, just like it did with Bahati when she realized how mean she had been. And she gave Zuri some honey because she wanted to say thank you for giving her grace. That's right. We may not always get special presents for showing someone grace, but showing grace is always a good place to start when someone has been mean to you. It's not always easy, but it can really show someone, more than anything else, how loved they are. And now, it's question time. Question one, what is grace? Question two, has anyone ever given you grace? Has your mom or dad or friend been kind to you even when you have been mean to them? How did that make you feel? Okay, can we go get some dessert now? I just really want some acorn pie. Sure, Momo. Let's go bake some together. See you in our next episode, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. We also love to hear from our listeners. If you'd like to send us suggestions, comments, or tell us sometimes you practiced a virtue, please write us at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.